I used to think I wanted to help others because that was the thing that was going around. Everyone says in their mission statement, I help others too, or I want to help others to do this or that. I realized recently that what I would prefer to do and what actually brings me fulfillment and joy is to empower others. What's the difference? Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the Inspired Love, Life, and Business Podcast. Today, we're going to explore the difference between helping and empowering. I'll share a few of my stories that have helped me to identify the difference and why helping just didn't resonate with me and the message that I was sending out. If you are on a mission, on a path to make the world a better place, your world a better place, or someone else's world a better place. Maybe you care for your parents, or you have children, or you're living a life and you just want to make it a much better, more enjoyable experience. And you're thinking about how you want to make that impact, how you want to make that difference. Well, a lot of us would say, I want to be able to help others to do this. I want to help people start a business. I want to help others to learn how to write a book. I want to help people to improve their lives by getting healthier. I want to help others by teaching. So with all of this, there is goodness in it and there are great intentions behind it, right? So you want to be able to help others to make a difference in their lives, make things simpler for them. But then if you stop and think about it, helping others can only go so far. I can help them read. I can help them to read this book, but I can empower them to read for themselves if I teach them how to read. And I think that's the identifying difference is if you teach someone to do something, or when you say empower them, you open the doors for them to learn for themselves and to do for themselves, which is very different than helping. I can help you to move. I can help you to uh, move your stuff from your house, from this house to your next house. I can help you to start your business. I can help you to get a presentation going. But to empower someone is to hand them with the tools that they need to get something accomplished on their own. The distinct difference there is they have that knowledge to be able to take it on for no matter how many projects or events or things they have going on for the rest of their lives. So I'll share a personal story. Back when I was in college, I was super excited because one of the things as an eldest child is helping others to accomplish things in life. So that would include for me, helping the people around me to get their college applications and all of the paperwork that surrounds it completed. And then ordering your books, there's a lot of steps in getting into school. I had my cousins who had just come to America. I was so excited because this was another opportunity for me to step in and show that I'm capable of helping. Now I'm looking back and realizing that it was just me wanting to step in and take the role and honestly be recognized for my ability to help. As I'm getting this information and trying to get their books organized, their schedule organized, getting their classes and everything, I'm messaging back then, maybe emailing. But anyway, I'm trying to contact my aunt and uncle and get all the information that my cousins needed to be able to get registered, enrolled in all the right things. 
And at first they had responded, which is awesome. And then I kept checking off the list and getting all these other things started. But I stopped hearing back from my aunt and uncle and I never understood why. So as the weeks went on, I finally messaged them and said, hey, I'm not hearing back from you guys. Is everything okay? Is there something missing? What's going on? It was then that I learned that the way that I was trying to help was not empowering them. It wasn't teaching them to do the process and the steps for themselves. School isn't that one semester. It isn't that one time. Yes, you enroll one time, but how many times are you going to have to find the right classes, the right teachers, buy the right books, get the right schedule? All of that is going to need some help along the way. But if I would have empowered them to do the stuff on their own, to learn how to do the steps and do it in the right way that fits for them, it would have gone a lot further. And that's what my aunt and uncle responded with and said, you know, it's really awesome that you're trying to help, but what you're doing is everything for them. And they're not going to be able to learn. They're new to America. And so the best way is to teach them how to do these things, not doing it all for them. Because the next time that this comes around, will you be able, will you be available to help them? Are you going to walk them through this process? Or what is that going to look like? How is that going to happen? So that was a really important lesson for me that happened maybe 15 years ago now that I still carry around with me. And now that I have children, it's something that I have, it's actually taken me a very long time to learn because growing up, my mom helped us with so many things. And I'm so grateful for that. But at the same time, there are things that I have to relearn as an adult because it was all done for me, which again is amazing. Thank you so much, mama. I love you. But with my children now, there are things that I want to do for them and show them, oh, I love you so much. I can help you with this. I can do that for you. But at the end of the day, that brings gratification for who? It's short-term gratification for my children because it's been done for them. Oh, they know mommy loved them. But to truly show my love is to show them how to accomplish a goal or a task, give them the responsibility and the gratification of doing it on their own. For example, my son now, our shoe racks, he, okay, yes, you know, it's an Asian thing. We walk into our houses and we leave our shoes at the door. But he now, every single day we get home, he organizes the shoe racks and he's so proud of it. It used to take him a lot longer. Now that it's been a couple of months, it obviously only takes a couple of seconds now. And he's so proud of it. He's so proud of it. It's his area that he can maintain. My daughter is the kitchen. She organizes that, puts things away. And that's her space used to, I would just do things for them and say, you know, I've accomplished the laundry. It's all on your bed. These are the things that I would feel proud of myself, but they didn't get to partake into that experience, right? And they're not learning how to do it for themselves. So they're still left without this knowledge of how to accomplish something and how to feel that gratification once it's done. So I remember a conversation that my son had with me that was transformative when we talked about doing the shoes and organizing everything. Every night before we go to bed, he loves to ask me questions. And also I like to ask what he's grateful for. We all talk about what we're grateful for for the day. We don't do it every day, but when we remember to. But this particular night, my son said, you know, I don't like to do the shoes 
but it feels good when it's done and I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> and that for me was huge because he's not even five yet. He'll be five very soon, but it made me think and reflect on my own life and where we as adults think, I don't like doing this, but I do it anyway because it must be done. Or I don't like doing this, but I do it because it makes somebody else happy or whatever it is that we say to ourselves. And what I could have done in reflection is teach him how to enjoy that process. But now that we're here, I think it is a process that he does enjoy. He jumps right to it. It's done so fast and he gets rewarded for it uh, because we have our star charts. We can talk about that another day. The point is empowering him to take responsibility and action for his own space. So then we're going to add another small task or a space that he can take responsibility for. Same with my daughter. She's been so wonderful at taking responsibility in the kitchen and helping with lunches. And these things, they start to take on their own lives. So it snowballs. If they recognize that they can do this here and feel really good about it, where else can they feel good supporting the family or supporting themselves or to learn something? And I've seen the difference that it's made for them. And that's where the difference in helping and empowering lies for me. The helping is, okay, I can help you do it. And it's very limited in how far it can go. Whereas when you empower it can last for a lifetime and it's something that they can take with them, whoever it is. If you don't have children, then it's maybe someone in your life, a coworker or an employee, but the empowerment goes so much further than the helping. And once I, once it clicked for me the other night, I just knew that that was exactly the message that I needed to take on. And this for me, is a part of the greater picture of the way that we speak, the way that we share whatever it is that's on our heart. How are we speaking it? Are we using words that are constantly being regurgitated by others? What do those words personally mean to us? So that's something when it clicked for me that night, I instantly shared it and it resonated with a lot of others. And I think the reason why too is because you get tired of hearing the same thing, especially if it doesn't carry meaning for you. And when you see something presented in just another way, it can be very powerful. So a couple of takeaways from this is the difference in helping and empowering. You want to be able to make it last and support the other person or multiple other people in a way that can carry through to a lifetime and make that kind of difference versus the specific moment help, as well as considering the way that we communicate things, how we use our words, if something actually truly aligns or resonates with how we want to carry out our vision in life, or if it's something that we just hear people say regularly and we're just regurgitating it. And so for me specifically, identifying the things that I'm saying and stopping to look at the, what the definition actually is and if it's truly what I want to say and how I want to share my message. If it doesn't mean anything to me, then I should look at using other words that do align with what I want to share. And same for you, right? If it doesn't mean anything to you, you're saying it, 
but you're not feeling it. And that feeling it makes such a big difference because it radiates from the way that you share your message. People can feel that energy in a different way. So thanks so much for joining me on my, this episode of the Inspired Love, Life, and Business podcast. If this helps you in any way, I would really love for you to subscribe. Oh, we have our Friday podcast and our Monday podcasts happening every week. So Friday to recap the week and Monday to start out the week new and help you to get into great vibes for uh, every day, hopefully. So make sure to tune in for those and I will see you again soon.